Yeah, you know what it is, Truth Nation. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. The best way to start your day. Cutting through the noise and bringing you the real stories behind the headlines. Talk to someone about how you feel. Do not internalize it. Do not consume it. You deserve to be heard. It's time to wake up with Milwaukee's favorite morning show. It's not just we canceled it, it's over, it's a done deal. Shouldn't be that way. That program still should proceed no matter how a few may go. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio at the Avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Tell him, where are all the watch parties? Where are the brothers going to be? (laughs) I just wanted to see what she was going to do. This is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Here are your hosts, the effective communication coach, Denise Thomas, and two-time Emmy Award winner, Telly Hughes. Good morning, good morning, good morning. What's going on, y'all? You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. We're coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. Telly, does my mic, I feel like my mic sounds a little, am I, how am I coming through? I, I, I think you're good. I, I, I'm yeah, good? Yeah, yeah. Alex, am I good? My mic sounds nice. Well, well, okay. here's the thing. It's 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 very <laughs> early for both of us, and uh, I think that you haven't quite warmed up your vocal cords yet. Uh, so, oh, but do you, I sound you little, sound you do I sound, sound a little raspy? <laughs> no, not raspy, but a, a little little quieter. Do, do quieter I sound DT. like um? What's the? That's why I know I'm tired. Casey and JoJo. Who's the one with the raspy voice? I think it's Casey. <laughs> Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Do I sound like Casey? <laughs> so you think they made all the albums in the morning? <laughs> so they can sound that way. Hey, I'll tell you what I do know that they made some of their albums on. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Because <laughs> I know they were Other talking things. about, exactly, yesterday on the Nothing But The Truth show. I was listening to it, and they were talking about the legalization of marijuana. So now, apparently, a Minnesota has legalized marijuana, so we now have two border states. Yeah, we we talked about it yesterday. The Weed Island is what Wisconsin is being called. <laughs> well, actually, ah, like seriously, it. Governor Tony Just Evers, sit right back in your here yeah, too. <laughs> Governor Evers said yesterday. He quote said that Wisconsin is a weed island, and it makes no sense for Wisconsinites to cross the border and give Illinois and Michigan and all these other states surrounding us all this marijuana money where it could be put and kept in the state of Wisconsin. Mm -hmm. So uh, I think that Minnesota becoming the 23rd state to legalize it, either recreational or uh, medical. And uh, I, I, I'm not so sure because at first I was thinking like, yeah, this is really going to put the pressure on Wisconsin. But the law, the Republicans in Wisconsin, they trying to hear nothing about no weed. Well, I'll say this. Systemic racism proves that there are more strict 
And we've talked about this before, Telly. There's more strict or stronger punitive responses, reactions, or damages to people who are arrested on charges affiliated with marijuana. Whereas in the state of Wisconsin, you can drive under the influence of alcohol and drink all the beer and cheese that you want (laughs) and get a slap on the wrist. Johnny, don't you ever do that again. But if you're if you're pulled over and it even smell like weed in the car, I need you to step out. Turn around, put your hands on your back. We're going we're going to give you 12 years for having, you know, 1 ounce of marijuana. So the systemic racist aspect of it needs to be factored as well because we have all these black men and black women who are incarcerated for and I'll use the words trafficking, selling, however you want to classify it. And getting serious jail time, breaking the black family. Whereas, again, you're in a state that is has the number one party school in the world, UW-Madison, where the beer and the cheese go down. <laughs> it, it, it goes down. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. And we, we did touch on that yesterday. Uh, how about uh, how Wisconsin is such a, a drinking state and is so accepted. And and it's a, this is one of the few states that straight up you can have about four four DUIs and still have your license. Man. And Man. It, it is it is crazy that alcohol and the consumption of alcohol and driving is more accepted, like you said, accepted mm-hmm. more than if uh, if you get pulled over and there is a stench of marijuana. It is like, oh my gosh, it's night night. We it's gotta over. we gotta do a full investigation. But I, like, don't trip off me drinking a fifth of Hennessy right before I got in this car, or a whole. What are those the the big um, cases? What do they call those things that they the the parties have with uh, the beer in kegs. It? Thank you. Yeah. Or drink a whole keg of beer. <laughs> Man, don't get me started. Yes. Speaking of driving, so in, in Truth Nation, Telly and I, we are committed to making sure that we kick off your weekend right because we realize that today is Friday Eve. So we're going to get this negative news out the way so we can get into some more fun and exciting updates and get your weekend started right. That's why I love Memorial Day because the week, it just flies by. Today, y'all, is Friday Eve. <laughs> you but are absolutely correct. It, isn't that awesome? <laughs> it now, is. Now, speaking of driving, the city of Milwaukee is currently on track to break the traffic death record this year. So as of Monday, it marked the beginning of what is known as the, quote, 100 deadliest days. With So basically what that means is that Milwaukee has matched the record for vehicle deaths that was set in 2017. So the entire year of 2017, Milwaukee, we've already beat that. And this is the fifth month, the first five months of the year. 31 people have died in vehicle crashes in the city of Milwaukee as of May 30th, matching the number Set in 2017. We've already beat that in the first year. And this is the highest since, according to the Wisconsin Transportation Portal, 1994. Wow. It just seems like, unfortunately, uh, during the pandemic, was it just 
Like, we're going to take a break because we got something else going on. Now that the pandemic is over, let's get back to stealing cars and wrecking them and, and all these vehicular homicides and things like that. And I, we've been warning people ever since we got on the air, Denise, uh, mm-hmm. about summer's coming. It's getting hot. People want to be active and be careful out there. And it's just I'm not going to say that it, it has fallen on deaf ears, but you got to slow down, man. You you have to slow down and be more cautious, just period. I mean, it's getting to a point now, honestly, there's certain parts of Milwaukee I just absolutely dread and nearly fear driving in. Not because of the neighborhoods, not because of the people that are in these neighborhoods. It's these drivers. Like, I mean, running red lights and and all this stuff. Like, I don't know what, like, what is the rush? What, what are you... <laughs> What well, do you we, in we all know it has, it has nothing to do. Th- these reckless drivers resulting in all of these fatality or fatal crashes, this has nothing to do with, oh, I'm late for work. No, That's not the case. No, no, or oh, I'm no, late for an appointment. This is, again, and I'm, I'm going to get some heat on this, Telly, but I'm just going to keep it real. When you are suffering from trauma, and this is not a trauma where you walked into a building and witnessed somebody getting shot. This trauma starts from the time that you're born and you are surrounded by violence, whether it's witnessing relatives argue and fight and then go to school and be bullied or witness violence. So when you constantly have been exposed to violence, to anger, to racism, to ageism, to homophobism, all these isms combined with violence, it is like it's it's a traumatic experience and it oftentimes feels like a disease. So that's the thing, like the pandemic of COVID, which started in 2020, that, that black people have experienced a pandemic all of our lives and that is racism and we got to start having these real conversations around how trauma and how isms fuel this type of behavior yeah nobody nobody is waking up in the morning that has not experienced significant trauma and saying i'm gonna get up and just drive recklessly because here's the thing telly what people keep forgetting they that means they have no regard for their own life you you feel what i'm saying that is true you're you're talking about people getting into cars which is dangerous driving recklessly which is extremely dangerous which is resulting in fatalities there's also an element of well wait a minute these individuals don't care about their lives so so the solution has everything to do with getting down to the root cause of why don't you care about your own life? Mm-hmm. 
Absolutely. You matter. Yeah. Giving, you're enough. Giving people an opportunity or a reason to see that your future can be a lot brighter than what your current situation may be. Once again, hit us up on the talking text line, 833-212-1017. We're getting some early ones in this morning, Denise. Gene says, good morning, DT and Telly. Hope you have a great day. The Tavern League of Wisconsin gives money owns almost every Republican politician in the state, which is mm. why marijuana will never be legalized. Because wow. if once it, that is a great point, Gene, because there are so many tavern leagues across the state of Wisconsin. And if you do legalize weed, then a lot of these people that have these tavern leagues think that that may in, negatively impact their clientele. And so uh, that is a great point, and, uh, and, and it goes once again to show that this is a state that is widely acceptable to drinking and drinking excessively and don't want to have anything to do with marijuana because they want to keep the tradition of drinking alive. Well, when we come back from break, I'm going to respond to that with mm-hmm. my op-ed. Okay. Love that. And uh, we're basically going to talk about stupidity when we come back. So you're listening to The Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the new award-winning 101.7 FM, The Truth. Why are we living in a state being led by dumb politicians? More to come when we come back. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. FM, The Truth. We're coming to you live from the American Family Insurance Studio inside the avenue in the heart of downtown Milwaukee. So, you know, Telly and I, we have these interesting conversations and Telly just dropped a whole bomb on me. We're going to talk about this bomb that Telly just dropped on me um, during our second hour. I'm just processing. Well, uh, Telly be dropping bombs. Look, I'm like, I, what? I, I'm just, I'm so glad that you are able to hold it. <laughs> Until the second hour, because oh, I am. your face, <laughs> no, I'm like, I ain't gonna say nothing. Yeah, no, it is, it is, uh, it is quite interesting. Uh, it's a big story out of out of L.A. and um, see now, look, no, 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 no. We're we're gonna we're gonna talk about it later. We're gonna talk about yes. it later. But now, before go ahead, before go ahead. we went on break, before we went on break, we were talking about, and this comes from conversations from yesterday as well, the legalization of marijuana. So if you have not heard. Minnesota now is the 23rd state in the United States of America to legalize marijuana. Wisconsin still has not. And what's crazy about this is that now, what'd you call it, Telly? The Weed Island? I didn't call it that. Tony Evers, Governor Evers called it Weed Island. 
And basically that means that you've got two states now that border Wisconsin that have legalized marijuana, and that is Illinois and now Minnesota. So let me break down the economic benefits because Republican politicians in the state of Wisconsin continue to say, "Eh -eh, we are not voting to legalize marijuana. Now, let me just give some realities here. Now, everybody knows especially since the COVID virus, Telly, everybody knows that the utilization of marijuana, it, it just quadrupled during COVID in this country. Some people use it for medicinal purposes. Some people use it for recreational purposes. Regardless, people are smoking weed in the United States, and it's not just black people. Okay? Yeah. That's the first fact. When you live in a state that um, has commercial or recreational access to marijuana, there is such a huge benefit economically for that state. It increases tax revenues, obviously. It increases job growth, investment opportunities. That's why, you know, when somebody yesterday was discussing, you know, their opposition for the legalization, I'm like, this is like, that's not even rocket science telly. There's just, <laughs> I'm like, look at states like, I think Illinois, from Wisconsin alone, I believe if my numbers are correctly are, are correct, the state of Illinois benefited from Wisconsinites that drove or walked <laughs> from <laughs> Wisconsin. Man, I'm getting low. It's time for me to go to Illinois. But we ain't got no car. Well, let's start patting and uh, Look, hey, we're going to get there. Patting them feet and turning them corners. <laughs> we're going to get there some kind of way. But basically, Chicago or the state of Illinois got over like $2 million in revenue from Wisconsinites. $2 million. Yeah. That's a real number. And, 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 and go ahead. No, I was just going to say, Denise, with with all this money that Wisconsin is missing out on, uh, once again, if if you still think that this is just such uh, blasphemy that people smoke marijuana and this, that, and the other, then tax it however you want. Like that's the thing. There's there are no regulations from state to state on how you can tax marijuana. And if you're saying, okay, all right, I'm finally going to give in and and be on board to legalize it, but there's going to be a 15 percent tax or whatever. I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. But to just say that, oh, we don't want it, it's not going to happen in this state. I think it's just uh, you have to come get up with the times. Dear Republican politicians, just so you know, as of October of last year, at the federal level, President Joe Biden pardoned all prior federal offenses of individuals that had a simple possession of marijuana. And and the Biden administration have also asked the Justice Department to review the current classification of marijuana as a Schedule I controlled substance. Which is good, because this basically is paving the way to a nationwide discrimination, excuse me, I can't even talk this morning, y'all bear with me. If y'all know where I was right now, what time it is where I am, you would give me some love. (laughs) But I'm supposed to say I'm on assignment. (laughs) This basically 
you know, legalizing marijuana at the federal level could pave the way to nationwide decriminalization. Because I'm telling you right now, there are a lot of brothers that have been separated from their family. And don't give me that, well, it's the law and, and you know it's the law. Okay, well, how would you feel? Think about it. How would you feel knowing that you are in jail? You were behind bars. You were incarcerated. You can't see any of your family members. And in the meantime, there are people that are free selling the same thing that you sold that got you in jail and making millions. How would you feel? That's the other thing, Denise. I think that a lot of uh, politicians don't want to have to roll that back and don't want to have to rescind or actually pardon some of these people that have been put in jail for Mm -hmm. selling weed. So that opens up a whole other can. And I don't know if that is something that these politicians in Wisconsin want to go down that road, especially this being a prison state and a lot of money is generated off of private prisons and and that i mean come on you're not building prisons if there's not any sort of uh benefit for you and so i think that there are so many other things all the way down to the tavern league uh, of wisconsin that is always going to put up a fight to say this is not who we are this isn't wisconsin we drink here we don't smoke Mm -hmm. here well, again, systemic racism, because who are the people that drink the most in the state and who are the people that smoke weed the most? I mean, let's keep it real. Now, this is what I'm going to say, and then we're going to move on. Telly, how many people do you know? And I'll wait. I'm going to give you ample time to think about it. How many people do you know that died from a marijuana overdose? I'll wait. And you don't have to wait long. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's an like, easy little, one. <laughs> little Johnny, di- but it's so terrible what happened to Little Johnny. What happened to Little Johnny? He smoked too much weed. Man. He died of a weed overdose. Yeah. I'll wait. <laughs> back to back blunts. He just, I mean, he was just going oh, crazy. It just took him out. <laughs> now, when it comes to driving under the influence of, of alcohol, that list goes on and on and on and on and on and on and on. But I will wait. You tell me how many people you know in your life that use or smoke or however you want to classify it, marijuana, that have died. It's medicinal. Yeah. They ain't died because of that. They may have died because of something else, but it wasn't because of marijuana. All I'm saying is Truth Nation and the Truth Tonka text line is 833-212-1017. If... 37 states in the United States have legalized marijuana and 23 of those states have legalized the recreational use of marijuana. And how many states are in the country? Uh, 50? Yes. We're talking about Puerto Rico, the District of Columbia. They have also legalized the recreational use of marijuana. Wisconsin, come on now. Wisconsin is one of 11 states that neither has recreational or medical marijuana legalized. Like my dad used to say, it ain't rocket science. One plus one, I, it, it equals two. Numbers saying, don't lie. Just, just saying, just saying. <laughs> well, let's let's move on to some more positive, or I should say interesting topics. Milwaukee 
and then we're going to get into uh, some national news. But let's start again with Milwaukee apparently has some toxic apartments that have forced tenants to move. And this is based on toxic chemicals that are existing in some apartments here in Milwaukee. The Brewhouse Inn, 17 rooms at the Brewhouse Inn were vacated Monday morning, displacing about half of the community within the corridor tenants. Residents, they found out just days before that they would have to move. And this particular cancer, excuse me, chemical that they found is, and and I'm totally, I know I'm mispronouncing this, but I'm going to do the best I can. Trick Loreth. The Lenaline, this is um, it's, I, this is a chemical that is known to cause cancer. So that's not funny. How I'm pronouncing it is no, no. Nobody's laughing at the chemical. We don't even yeah, know what it is. I can't. It's trick. <laughs> any any chemists or chemist or chemistry majors help help DT out. The truth talking text line is eight three three two one two one zero one seven. But that's that's scary. It is to know scary. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is scary, especially when you look at what happened in Davenport, Iowa. I don't know if you saw that, where the apartment building kind of collapsed, and they're still uh, looking for a couple of people that they hope that have survived. And mm-hmm. it was it started as I want to say it was a leak, and they told the apartment owner, apartment building owner, to come and check it out. And next thing you know, half of the doggone apartment building collapsed it's so yes yes so So those things need to be taken seriously that's that's real we got to start holding our landlords and our common council members accountable for this so make sure that if you or someone that you know and love care about lives in an older apartment that there's a quality check done when we come back we got some really really interesting topics um number one as students are applying for colleges, race may no longer be a factor. Also, there is someone out here who is saying that is very, very close to Michael Jordan, that he was a horrible player, and King James is statistically the greatest of all time. When we come back, we're going to learn who this player is, as well as race no longer being a factor in college admissions. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the new award-winning 101.7 FM, The Truth. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 101.7 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. It is June 1st. Didn't even realize that. We were so focused on it being Friday Eve. It is June 1st, and June is National Home Ownership Month. And only 25% of African Americans in the city of Milwaukee own their homes, despite the fact 
we make up over 40% of the population. This is why the award-winning 1017 The Truth is proud to announce our first annual home buying seminar on Wednesday, June 14th, presented by Axe Housing and BMO Harris Bank. We will have home buying coaches and mortgage advisors on site to break down the home buying process and get you pre-approved for a home loan. Limited spots are available, so go to 1017thetruth.com to secure your space today. You're listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. (laughs) It's Friday Eve, y'all, and we're going to talk about some interesting things, but most interesting right now for me. OG Scotty Pippen has publicly (laughs) stated recently on a podcast And I quote, Michael Jordan was a horrible player. Now, this is what Scottie Pippen said, y'all. And not only was Michael Jordan a horrible player, but he was a horrible person to play with. This is coming from Scottie Pippen. So between 1990 and 1998, the Chicago Bulls won, as we all know, not one, not three, not five, but six NBA championships and arguably had the greatest run in the history of sports in North America. There were only two years that the Bulls did not win the title when Michael Jordan was on the baseball side. That was the two years that they did not win when Michael Jordan quote unquote retired and went to go play baseball. Now, Scottie Pippen, after the Last Dance documentary was released by Netflix, because it first premiered on ESPN. Remember that during COVID, everybody was like anticipating the next chapter of The Last Dance, yes. but then Netflix picked it up. And so now you can pretty much watch it um, anytime you want to on Netflix, and it details Michael Jordan's time with the Bulls all the way up to his final year, which was the 1997-98 season. So during Stacey King's podcast, which is called Gimme the Hot Sauce, and this was last Friday, again, Scottie Pippen described Michael Jordan as a horrible player. And this is, this is the quote. I've seen Michael Jordan play before I came to the Bulls. You guys have seen him play. He was horrible to play with. It was all one-on-one shooting bad shots. All of a sudden, we become a team and we start winning. Everybody forgot who he was. He was a player who was really not at the top of his category. It was scoring. And he then goes on to talk about LeBron James. And he says, statistically, King James, King LeBron James is the GOAT. When you look at the numbers across the board. Now, Telly, how do you feel about this? I know that you are not only a sports anchor, you're a sports fan. I know you love the Bulls in terms of their legendary impact and status in not just basketball, professional basketball, but sports in general. So how do you feel about Scottie Pippen describing Michael Jordan? And I know they got some beef, yeah. but describing Michael Jordan as being a, not only not being the GOAT, but being a horrible player and a horrible player to play with. Uh I I think that's coming from a place of a lot of resentment. Uh I think Scottie Pippen did not like the fact that 
the way he was portrayed in The Last Dance and some of the things that kind of went down. But you also got to think, too, like, come on, come on, Denise. Like, uh, truth be told, this is coming from a man that uh, the person he's talking about, son, is dating his ex-wife. You know, like some of this stuff kind of. It's a lot of fuel. Yeah, it's a lot of fuel there. And um, I, I do know uh, a few NBA players that actually played with Michael Jordan. And I know that it was not a pleasurable experience uh, for a lot of them. But to, uh, he could be a, a horrible teammate, but he's not a horrible player. By any stretch of imagination. Well, it, it contradicts what Scottie Pippen originally said it to ESPN back in 2018. This is a quote from Scottie Pippen. So what you're saying, it makes sense, Telly. And this is a quote. Scottie Pippen said in 2018, Michael Jordan was the greatest to ever put on shoes and play in our game. No doubt about it. End quote. And this, again, came yeah. from the same person. But this is back in 2018. So now let me tell you why I got a little beef with Michael Jordan. Mm. My beef is the fact that if you do not already know, his mother, not not Juanita Jordan, but his mother, I forget his mother's first name. Shame on me. Yeah, well, it's Juanita's um, his first wife. Yes, and that's a whole nother segment. But Michael Jordan's mother and Truth Nation, the Truth Talking text line is 833-212-1017. His mother played a major role, major role, significant role, was basically his his agent, his manager, when Nike and Michael Jordan were discussing his contract. And there's actually a movie that just came out. Yeah, it's called Air. It's called Air. Yeah. Starring Ben Affleck and Matt Damon and Viola Davis, who plays the the character of Michael Jordan's Dolores Jordan mother. is his mom. Thank name. you, Dolores Jordan. Yes. So my beef is, thank you. Somebody else just Sir Chauncey sent that in. Thank you, Sir Chauncey. How you gonna how you gonna come from a black woman? Black woman is pivotal. Not your father, but your mother. Your black mother is pivotal in your career in terms of because the Bulls, we all know, they weren't paying him anything like they pay these athletes now. Michael Jordan will tell you that. He did not make his money from the sport. He made his money from Gatorade, from uh, his shoes, Nike. He had all kind of endorsements. Yes. Hanes. And so when it comes time for you, okay, yeah, I'm not, I'm not cool with Michael Jordan on that level. What, what, I mean, because I'm who's sorry, what did he from, do? Like what? What did have you, you have a problem a with? Have you have you seen a picture of his wife? Uh, this is second wife, and yes, his first you're wife pouring, was black. You're not you're not pouring back into now, Telly. I'm not going to go down this lane today because I want to be positive because I already see where you're going. No, I just I'm said gonna, that I my mean, point of view. This is how okay. I feel. This is my point of view. Okay, it's not to be persuaded. It's not to be argued because this is how I feel. You came from a black woman. You benefited from a black woman in a very very major way. And as far as I'm concerned, how come a black woman isn't benefiting from all of this wealth that you've gained based on the work that your beautiful black mother, Dolores, said? Now, that's my position. I'm sticking to it. 
I don't have – you do you. You love who you love. You be with who you be with. But I'm just saying certain situations, like you got – who's benefiting? Who got you there and who's benefiting from it? Who got you there and who's benefiting from it? That's all I'm saying. So when I see Michael Jordan, I kind of have like a <laughs> – You go get at him? Absolutely not. Because, again, he has you, you have every right to love who you love, date who you want to date. You do you. I'm just giving you my position. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I got you. <laughs> Dwayne, good morning. Good morning back to you. Let's see. Tim says on the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017. I saw your face tell. I was like, ah. No, no, no. We ain't doing I, that today. I, I, I just, we were talking about Pippen and basketball, and then we went to him benefit, a black woman benefit. And I was just like, wait, I was a little, I was a little kind No, I said. I said that one of the reasons why I – well, not one of the reasons. We were talking about Scottie Pippen yeah. not speaking because obviously he got some beef with the whole – Oh, like, yes, so, absolutely. And I'm just saying I, I'm not out here cheerleading for Michael Jordan either. Yeah, And this yeah. is my reason. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, so okay, definitely gotcha, what, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I, once again, I think that it is coming from a place where, once again, Scotty has had to uh, – not has had to, but has dealt with a lot of stuff. Um, uh, and I think that there may be some resentment. And uh, to me, like like you said, the quote that he gave in 2018 saying that Michael Jordan was the best player to ever put on basketball shoes, and during your time with Michael, you weren't coming out and saying all this. Maybe there was too much pressure, and you know everyone loved Michael and would just call you a, a, a crybaby or whatever the case may be, but... Uh, there are tons of stories of of Michael Jordan uh, uh, not being a good teammate, all the way down to punching Steve Kerr in the face uh, during the playoffs one time at, at practice. So um, the good old days when yeah. they used to fight. <laughs> when they used to yeah. fight for real. <laughs> it was like entertainment. Yeah, when we come, yeah. When we come back from break, we're gonna we're gonna pick up where we left off because I know Telly's got some additional insight for y'all. What are your thoughts around Scottie Pippen's most recent? public podcast comment about Michael Jordan being the most horrible player mm-hmm. and being the most horrible player to, to play with. That's a pretty that's a pretty heavy statement. Uh, yes. So what are your thoughts? The Truth Talking text line again is 833-212-1017. You are listening to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on the new award-winning 1017 FM, The Truth. More of Truth Be Told with DT and Telly is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. It is Truth Be Told with DT and Telly on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Everybody get up, it's time to slam now. We got the real jam going down. Welcome to the Space Jam. Here's your chance, do your dance at the Space Jam. All right. Welcome back to Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. The new 1017 The Truth is excited to be back celebrating the 52nd annual Juneteenth celebration in Milwaukee. Make sure you all come down on Monday, June 19th, as we will be broadcasting live 
from the Juneteenth celebration from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. Stop by our table to play games, win truth swag, and say what up to your favorite truth teammates. 1017 The Truth Celebration of Juneteenth is sponsored by Educators Credit Union, Tayback Law, Molson's Coors, and Associated Bank. We are back on Truth Be Told with DT and Telly. It's Friday Eve. June 1. June 1. Whew. Man, oh man, this year's this, flying. This is your, fav- it, this it is your is. favorite month, isn't it, Telly? Oh gosh, I was just, I was just telling you. Uh, <laughs> oh gosh, the, the month of June is just absolutely murder's row uh, when it comes to <laughs> my my row. bank account. <laughs> no, hey. I told you, I I have. Uh, my wedding anniversary coming up is also my wife's birthday. It's my daughter's birthday this month, all within the first eighteen days of the month. So uh, now, listen, you knew you did the well. Obviously, you didn't do the math because I, I sure in the heck didn't. <laughs> you knew when you married your wife, you knew her birthday. Yeah. Okay. Yes. You knew that. Yes. Now, as far as when your daughter was conceived, I don't know if y'all did the math, but hey. <laughs> Uh, clearly we did not. <laughs> I love it. At, hey, at, at some point, Dave, we're going to have to combine all this. Man. <laughs> well, you know, I'm with you because my mother's birthday is in January. And then February is Valentine's Day. Then my son's birthday is in March. Then my daughter's birthday is in April. And then, of course, the national holiday month of my birthday was in May. <laughs> but this is not all one month, did he? <laughs> but I mean, it's like Yeah, it's it's a lot. It's like rent. You'd be like, it's I just paid my rent. Why is it due again? Yeah. That's because it's June for like think yeah. about it. Everybody today, they're probably like, Denise, shut up. Ain't nobody think about Friday Eve. We got bills due today. <laughs> You're right, Truth Nation. I apologize. <laughs> I'm over here acting like it's not the first of the month. Uh, Bills uh, are real, man. Uh, hey, so we were talking about Scottie Pippen and his disparaging remarks against Michael Jordan. And you were speaking about the benefits of, of black women that has been a part of his life. Now, let me tell you. Uh... Juanita Jordan received $168 million in their divorce law in their divorce settlement. So I'm just telling I'm you this. I'm not going today. there with y'all. No, I'm gonna go there. I'm gonna tell you. I'd marry Michael Jordan and divorce him for $168 million. I don't know what happened in between and all that. I'm just talking from straight numbers. Because numbers I don't said- lie, right? No, they don't. I said what I said because on the Truth Talking text line, which is 833-212-1017, um, let's see. Who was this? See, I love how y'all – you could you could give me all these facts and give me all these questions. I said what I said. No, Somebody's no, no. Like, I'm not trying to change no, it. I'm no, just I'm, saying I'm not talking about benefit. you. I'm talking about – Yeah, yeah. So who was this? Who, who did this come from? They're basically saying, good morning, Denise. Do you feel the same way about Kanye, sis? Talking about him being married um, to – his current wife, who is a white woman. Like I said, do you. I'm not against interracial dating. As a matter of fact, y'all brothers keep getting on my nerves like y'all getting on them now, <laughs> and I'm going to find me a white man. Leave me alone about this. But in other news, what I'm saying is that you. I, asked, I said that I could see why Scotty is feeling some type of way because 
Michael Jordan's son is dating Larson. I said, and here's my two cents on why sometimes my uh, eyebrow or my lip turns uh, when I see or read Michael Jordan. So don't start uh, coming to me with, uh, well, what about Kanye? <laughs> this is why you talking about Sister Frederick Douglass had a second wife who was white. Do you? I don't need a black history lesson. We're good. <laughs> I simply stated, you're not going to. See, y'all, y'all kill me with this. As soon as a black woman speaks out, on why she may feel a certain way about a brother who marries outside of his race and, and she gets all the wealth. Well, what about so-and-so? I said what I said. I feel how I feel. I am not against interracial dating because at the end of the day, who am I to tell you who to love? Everybody deserves to love whoever they want to love, whoever makes them, brings them happiness and joy. I want to be clear. Now, for me, my preference, and I want to underscore preference, since we're gonna go there, Telly and Truth Nation. My preference is look black how you men. just lump me in the truth <laughs> because you, you started this. <laughs> see, well, what it, well, what, no, I need a Jordan. She got a Hennessy. I was like, just, see, y'all brothers just, do this all just the time. Just state the fact. That's all. I, but, did, but I here, didn't say anything. But I was about... supposed to date a bus driver. <laughs> that's that's, that's <laughs> you want to go there. Listen, I prefer. I prefer a black man because my father is black, my son is black, and I love being black. And I, quite frankly, want to play my role in keeping the bloodline of the black race black. <laughs> as I look, as I speak from my light skinned self. <laughs> But and, and it's um, like you talking at me. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, because you started this. Now, on the flip side, I have a lot of friends that are that are black women and black men that have dated and even married outside of their race. I want everybody to be happy. You do you. So don't turn me making that statement. Now, I do not as a black woman. And this, I have the right to feel this way. I do not appreciate when I see brothers like Dwayne Wade. Who now his wife is black, but what I what I'm saying is I don't like to see when brothers, you know, so 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 called move up or upgrade and then bash the the previous wife or the, the first wife and make her look like she's crazy because black women already are portrayed as angry, crazy, aggressive, outspoken, loud. And brothers, y'all know that's why that's why the brother don't want you because you're loud. Stop it. When we come back from break. <laughs> We're gonna change the subject because I'm not doing this with y'all today. No, I'm no, not. you gotta you gotta end on a good note. You gotta read Britney's text. DT, I'm I'm with you. I love my black men, black, brown, light skin, but at the core, black. Yeah, like I I love black men. Y'all getting on my nerves. So when we come back. Let me cool <laughs> off so we can change the subject. You are listening to DT, the truth be told, with DT and Telly on the new 101.7 FM, the truth.